Welcome to another episode of Random Thoughts with Julito, the podcast. And uh, for my podcast, I wanted to have guests on that either A, I'm really good friends with, B, uh, there's someone that I admire uh, their work or their work ethic, or C, someone I highly respect and love. And this episode just has so happens to have a person that checks all those boxes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please give a round of applause for my sis, Diamond D on the check-in. Oh, man. I already know what this episode is going to be. Thank you, bro, for having me. I love you. Yo, um, you look amazing. Thank you so much. Is it the hair or the titties? It, it, the new tits is oh, up, great. immaculate. Uh, nice. Looking like money. So Diamond now has the Girl F You podcast. Oh, we can curse. Girl Fuck You podcast. Girl Fuck You. Girl Fuck You podcast. It is popping. It is out. It is doing numbers. One of the best podcasts out right now. But you're looking like you're getting some dollars off of it. I'm just saying. Uh, you know, I like the bag. Hey. <laughs> this is begging money. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're shining. So now we got the begging money mixed with this podcast money. Yo, but Diamond, I wanted to have you on early on. You know, we we talked about where we are now and what we're doing now. We talked about it for a few months. Um, we spent a lot of time during quarantine together, and we got to really get a lot closer throughout that time, even though I've known you for years, and we'll get into that. But mm-hmm. we talked about where we are now and what we're doing now. And I, I said it on when I was a guest on your podcast, and I'll say here, I'm extremely proud of you and what you're doing Thank with you so the much. Fuck You podcast. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's informative. It's to the point. It, uh, it's really good. So I'm, I'm extremely proud of you, Demi. Thank you so much. And if y'all don't know, Julito is really the main reason why I have this podcast. Because during the quarantine, we would do late night shows together. I'm talking about anywhere from seven hours straight. Straight. And like, he would always be like, yo, this girl is a star. This -hmm. girl is a star. And I'm just like, you know, I know my personality is big, but to have somebody that that is actually a star call you a star every night. Like, guys, we right now we doing this for free. But remember what I said, this girl going to be a star. And they just kept on saying, do the podcast, do the podcast. And I'm just like, everybody has a podcast. But literally, like, Diamond Everyone's not you. Down to the name. Yeah. During the quarantine time, like, if, if a nigga came and was trying to holler at me, when I'd be like, yo, send some money. And if they didn't, I'd be like, girl, fuck you. So <laughs> he said it, it would only make sense that you would name the podcast after what you've been saying the last four months every night during quarantine. So thank you for seeing something to me. Thank you for pushing me. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling me every Monday and giving me your perspective on my podcast. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to do none of this shit. Mm-hmm. Julito calls me every Monday and gives me his, listens to the, the episodes in their entirety and gives me his post-game synopsis. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I solely... What friend is that? I, I solely do, do that because I... I Everything that I said then, I still believe that. I, I believe you're a star. The world is starting to experience a small glimpse of it, but I believe you're a star. And I, I'm just a, a, a fan of good work. I'm a fan of good people. And you out here now doing what I thought you should have been doing for years, and that's showing people why you deserve to be where you are. You deserve to be in a position, and you deserve to have opportunities. So now they're just getting a small glimpse of who you are, and, and and as long as I could support that in any way, and it's not financial, it's not me asking for anything from it, it's solely me supporting a friend, then why not? So I, I'm extremely glad to have you on this goddamn episode. And let's jump into it, yo, random Like, fuck, I, I, fuck the sentimental shit. Let's jump into the shit we did every night. Oh, every night. Let's just be us. Every night, every night. Y'all want to know, Diamond, what inspires this girl fuck you persona, right? Because I'm sure it comes from a place. What birthed this diamond? Because you're you're nowhere near different from who I knew you as 10 years ago, but now you're just a super saiyan. You're a super saiyan version of diamond. What what, what is- With the red hair instead of the blonde. Um, What inspired this this girl fuck you persona probably is Twitter. So Twitter (laughs) is a place where Unlike Instagram, Instagram is very visual. 
-hmm. So you could fall in love with someone's visual, but you won't really know their mind frame. So now it's such a big community and you're getting all these different mind frames. You're digging into people like you're getting perspectives that you wouldn't get on a one-on-one basis. So what you know in your mind... Because this is a whole new day and age where you can now be accessible to people you probably never would have been accessible never. to before. And then when niggas get out of their pocket and be like, oh, like they talk to me crazy. I'm like, you're lucky you have this platform because in, in reality, I would even let you wash my car. So you have to <laughs> humble people because now we're all in the same playing field and some people don't know how to act accordingly. Right. But as to the girl fuck you persona, there's too many broke niggas in this world and I did not know. And broke isn't only a, nu- a numerical uh, aspect. Broke is a mind frame. So I'll be on Twitter and I'll hear men arguing about splitting rent, who pays the check, uh, basking in the, in the glory of giving women the least and getting the most. Like, I'm going to take her out. i just bring her to the crib and fuck. And to me, that's, girl, fuck you. Like, mm-hmm. women let men get away with so, so, so much. Mm-hmm. And it's going to have to take a martyr, if you will. To sink with they ship. I don't care how many niggas hate me. Want oh she ain't that cute. I bet you. I bet I'm cuter than that ugly ass mama you got. Oh, but God, if it. I have to be the martyr or the face of women, holding men accountable and actual requ- requiring some kind of courting, I'll be that. So girl, fuck you. Ironically, is girl, but the girls is niggas. Like girl, fuck mm-hmm. you. And, and, and what I hear is you standing up for what you want and you not settling for anything less than that. And that's why I think I appreciate it so much because there's a lot of men who got a lot to say about you, right? And for me, right. I, it doesn't move me. Anything you say about men, because you, you be going in on it, telling us that we, we are bad people, whatever it is you say, right? It doesn't move me because I don't think you're speaking on every single person on the planet I think that if a man is is offended by something you say, it's because they know it's about them. Period. And then it causes like this discomfort and on the men's end, I feel like they'll gaslight. So now if I say something along the lines of, if a man is interested in me, then he should do X, Y, and Z. And mm-hmm. there shouldn't be a price tag like the $200 date, to- $200 oh, date topping and stuff like that. $200. The only way that you would speak out is if I hit a soft spot and you don't make a requirement, and now you have to gaslight me to make me feel like I'm asking for too much. In reality, I'm not asking for anything out of the norm, but, but since you can't meet a set of requirements, your goal now is to bring me down to your level instead of coming up to mine. And right. that's where I, girl, fuck you. Right. I know my daddy, I haven't seen him do this a thousand times. I know what men can do if a man wants to do it. I battle the gaslighters. I always say that a man will show you the utmost love, the utmost respect. Uh, and those are bare minimum requirements, I believe. But a man mm-hmm. will show you those things that you need, require, and want when he truly loves you. You shouldn't have to ask a man to respect you, right? You shouldn't have to ask a man to do nice things for you. Men, what I've learned in my almost 30 years of being a man on this planet is, yo, if I like a woman or love a woman or really want to be with a woman, she doesn't have to ask me to do kind and nice things. She doesn't have to ask me to be uh, a, a, a generous guy, right? Those are just things that I'm going to want to do because I want to see her happy. So the things you ask for, it don't come off as weird or cliche to me because I'm like, that's just the bare minimum. Like a taking you not out. Not even that. Mm, go ahead. No, not even that. I, I come from a tricking era. When I say a tricking era, I mean me. Like, mm-hmm. if I was 19 taking niggas to other countries, mm-hmm. I was 19 buying niggas. At the time, Montclair's was lit. Yellow Canary Diamonds was lit. I was doing this 19, 20, 21. Here I am, 34. You niggas can't, like, you can't, you can't battle the 19-year-old female diamond as the grown man you are now? Because anytime I look at a man, the 19-year-old me should not be able to financially surpass that man as a grown man trying to come come and, and court a grown woman. Right. I'm not one of those girls that be like, oh, he got to do this, do this, do that, and never did nothing for a man. I built every nigga I loved. Built. Mm-hmm. Built. Helped. Seen something. Grinded. I got my shit out the mud. 
I don't do that anymore because I've never benefited from those situations. So now I was a female. I just want me back. I right. want the same hunger I gave for people that I was interested in back. If you can't do that, somebody else will. I promise you. I, yeah, I think, I think that's what people get the misconstrued with you because you, in a, in a sense, kind of lead with, yo, I'm, give me this, or you better do this, or whatever. But they don't realize the story and the track record on what it actually took for you to get to a place to say, yo, I'm not settling anymore, right? You, they don't realize that you used to deal with men and they would treat you like shit. No, I don't want to say they treat me like shit. I, I never got spoiled financially and I'm not doing mm. it anymore. No man can ever treat me like shit because I beat niggas. So that, that, that's one. I'm sorry. I, 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 I misworded that. The, I thoughts, the thoughts of Diamond do not reflect Julito. We have to say they this often because I, I get it. Uh... A man has never, ever treated me bad. Mm. Never. You know, when I say treated like shit, I don't necessarily mean like dogging you or anything like mm -hmm. that. I just mean, for the most part, not giving you the things you required. Because essentially, sometimes See, that's treating you like not shit, but like. No, 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 but it can't be because a man can only give you what they have. If they don't, they can't. They're working with what they have. So I, can't, I don't want to discredit anyone. Mm -hmm. It's not like a nigga had it and I couldn't get out of him. That would never happen. Right. My thing is moving forth in life because at the point I'm at, what comes next? Babies and marriage. There has to be a certain financial blanket for those things to be, you know, executed correctly. Gotcha. When you're 20, you're not trying to do family stuff. I mean, you can date broke niggas, get you a little cute broke dick. But now <laughs> at my age, you got you to gotta wheel it in, baby. You done been around the world three, three four times. And I, 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 yeah, I'm dry, mm -hmm. them eggs is drying up. So where I'm at, I can't afford to have a man that's not financially surpassing me. And why I say surpassing? Because I don't want a man making the same amount of money because I can fuck me. I can clothe me. I can house me. I can drive me. I've been doing that. If so they you're have not to. Adding, yeah. If you're not adding, you're subtracting. Ah, uh, okay. So fellas, if you're listening, don't hit diamond if you're not surpassing what she brings to the table. And the table is I'm, not I'm, I'm doing everything. I'm doing everything myself. I, I pay this rent. I pay my car. I pay my car insurance. I, I bought these titties. Them Five thousand. Why would I let you play for these titties? I paid for. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> two so, plus two is giving. Two plus two is giving me green. Oh God, damn it. So you spoke about marriage and children. Is that is that in your future? Do you feel what? What's your thoughts on marriage and children in Diamond's future? Okay, so marriage is not the actual ceremony is not a big deal to me. Mm -hmm. But you know that I'm a narcissist. I want the show. Mm. I want the ring. I could do a Yandy and never sign a paper, but there will be a grand stadium with people just waiting to see me and the ring and the party. And I'm getting fad to do. Um, Fab a little more to do forever. I'm going to have a stupid wedding because you live one time and then you die. And, and when you die, people seem to forget about you, but I'm not people. I don't see Diamond having a, a, a wedding that is nothing short of extravagant. Diamond, you, your birthday just passed. It was about ah. 15 bottles at the goddamn table. You had some of the most beautiful women in the section with you. You had at the Atlanta Avengers. I had infinity, infinity stones at my infinity table. Infinity stones. Carol Will is an infinity song. Lex P, Brianna Moore. Who? Shout out to Brianna, Who? the homie. Everybody um, loves me. It's, this is this is my like. Those are my friends. Listen, and 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 real recognize real. That's all it is. And I I don't see that you you having anything less than extravagant. So kids, you you want kids. Oh, boy. I hate kids. <laughs> There's no return on them unless they're uh, gifted musically, uh, athletic. But, uh, I would make that sacrifice for a man that's totally worth it. And I only know one right now, and we're not together anymore. What's your favorite? Um, Ricky. I would literally... Shout out Ricky. Shout out Ricky. my bro, Ricky. His name that's is not, not his Ricky. Name. He calls him... 
I call him Ricky because he looks like Morris Chestnut, a young Morris Chestnut, Ricky oh. from Boys in the Hood. He looks like Ricky My baby right, daddy. right before he got shot by the dude in the red car. Explain us to your baby daddy because you love him so. And she doesn't have any children, but he is Gotti. We share father. a dog. He y'all share a dog, a pug. Mm-hmm. Gotti, free Gotti out the you know. Um, oh God! Yeah, get Gotti out that house immediately, somebody, because he is in danger. Did Gotti eat today? He's uh, yes, my panties. Oh God, damn it! Okay. That's all he cares about. I know this is an opportunity for you to say how great your baby father looks. Please indulge. Oh God. Why that? Listen, I know y'all gonna get tired of me, and this is why everybody just wants to get married already. But it's not right now. My baby father is young Morris in his prime. Young Morris, chocolate, deepest dimples like 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 you've never seen. His eyes are a different hue of brown, not the brown that God bestowed upon regular folks like us, but they're like a nice little gorgeous head to toe. Looks like a model. Um, We lived together for a year plus. We are obsessed with each other. We just don't see eye to eye. Um, Everybody who has me on social media knows how close we are. We went viral literally every two weeks. And that's the only man outside of his physical perfection that literally loves me like I've never seen. And I would actually stop drinking nine months for him. (laughs) Because that's all it's really about. Who am I willing to let go of? You know, but it's... Nine months? Nine months? That's a long-ass time. Not even that. The body sacrifices. So I want to get my body done. I got to wait till I have his big head baby. I, I, the nausea, the near-death experience. The, it's a lot of sacrifices to make for a nigga that's not excited about your life, the baby's life. You Literally, um, a podcast episode me and him had. He was like my third guest on the show. Mm-hmm. And I just said to him randomly, I said, yeah, because um, you would die for me. Like, I didn't even ask him because I know him inside out. And then I turned to him and I said, would you die for me? I didn't even get the fucking sentence out. He said, without a doubt, no question. Yeah, dead. that's real. That's real. That's the kind of man I would have a baby for. Not a nigga that calls me at 8 o'clock and I only see him at nighttime. And, we, and he got girls. A nigga who has the same undying loyalty as me. Because right. it's death before dishonor with me. Death before dishonor. And you just can't be having these niggas babies. You just can't. So if not him, it's looking like, mm, fuck you niggas. But anything can happen. I, I'm not God and anybody could be out there. But who I desire to have, I, have a, I desire to have a baby with um, my dog's father. Shout out, Ricky. What type of mother do you think you'd be, Diamond? If I spoil men the way I do, a life that came from me mm-hmm. would be the the word love would just be a shortcoming oh. of the actual bonds. Like everybody who knows me and know how I, I, I love just be like, yo, you'd be a sick mother. Sick. I, I, I think you'd be an amazing mother. That's why I'm, I'm, I didn't think the conversation was going to go here, but I'm so intrigued because I really think you'd be a really good mom. I love, I love so sick that I don't even think people love right when I watch people say they love people. I said, because if you think that's love, you wouldn't have done that. You if you think that. that's love, you, you would have did this in no question. So y'all don't know love because love is really the sickest thing I've ever felt. And it's the most beautiful part of being alive. Yo, it's so crazy that you say this because my next thought that I wanted to speak to you on was, I see a lot of folks who have conversations about, you got to go through hell. It, it, in order to experience real love. You gotta go through dysfunction in order to experience, uh, you know, a specific type of love. And I'd be like, yo, no, you don't. I don't believe that love requires you to have to cry. I don't believe that love requires that you have to suffer, right? I think we need to normalize the fact that you can actually be in a relationship from the beginning that is nothing but bliss and joy Will arguments occur? Of course, we're human beings, right? We're human beings on the planet. But at the same time, yo, love doesn't have to hurt. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, my God. People only understand what they've seen. Mm -hmm. People can't fathom that outside of their world, that there's other situations and that two things can exist at the same time. Not only your life is the only life that exists. So they might have grown up in a house where they seen their mother cry a lot. 
Your mother is all you know as a child. They feed you, they raise you, they teach. So if you see this, you normalize the behavior you've seen her accept or uh, indulge in. Now, our parents are our superheroes. That's it. That's it. When I was growing up, my mother hated Mayor Giuliani. I don't even know fucking politics. I am 34 years old and I hate Mayor Giuliani. To this my day. Mom, to this day. To this day. To this day. Because my mom, I, I, that's, that's all I, this aggression, my mom is a gangster. My dad was never, ever, ever talking back to that woman like, what? You literally are molded by your parental uh, surroundings. Right. A lot of children grow up in split households, uh, yeah. toxic households, and don't know how to break genera generational curses. Right. So for someone to be like, yeah, you got to go through this, maybe they seen their mother go through that. Maybe all the relationships they went through been through like that. Right. But I have a, a different kind of mind frame. Like, I, I am very cognizant of the fact that the world is bigger than me and my experiences. So I can separate. I'm the kind of bitch. The last four niggas I dated could have been shit. I'm never going to stop dating niggas because those four are four to the seven billion on earth. On earth. And I'm going to give all you niggas a try until a rich nigga that know how to keep his dick in his pants say, bitch, we out. Listen, I feel like people are in reaction to their past consistently. And our beliefs usually come from us as children, right? Like you said, mm -hmm. you watch your parents experience something. So therefore, that's your only go-to. And we don't realize we're still those eight-year-old, nine-year-old Yes. at 30 plus, right? And mm -hmm. we're usually in reaction. And, 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 I, and I think that's where, where people come from when they are saying, of course, we got to argue. Of course, we got to fight. He don't love me like that because he ain't cursing me out. Listen, no, you are now in reaction most likely to your past. And yeah, just because you saw your mother struggle and you saw her and your dad love up on each other after the struggle. Not, I don't want that. Don't give me mm -hmm. that love. If that's the type of love that I that 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 the world is saying that I need, I don't I don't need that type of love. A lot of people are slaves to their past. Oh, god damn it. Speak on it. And I really have a mind that's so unique. Like even like say you grew up in a Christian household, mm -hmm. you would really just believe in Christianity because that's what your family put on you. Yep. I will do my research and Y'all hear my, my kid shout in the background? Shout out to Gotti. Right? We hear Gotti in the background. That was my... Gotti he said, said... shout out to my mother. He said, preach. Preach on it. That's what Gotti said. I would not let um, just my family being Christian make me Christian. Mm -hmm. I would not let my parents' a relationship be the way I execute relationships. So now I'm, I was raised by both of my parents in the same house. I'm a product of a married couple. Right. And... They weren't affection. We all lived in the same house. We loved each other. But I've never seen, I lived with my parents over 20 years. I've never seen them hold hands and kiss. My love language is physical touch. I'm, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a slave to the way I was, I break. I break out of curses. I break out of anything. I want to be my own person so bad. You understand? So I, even though I lived in a, go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say that I, I, I think what, and I'm, I'm very similar, right? I didn't grow up in a household where my mom and dad was together. My dad passed away when I was two years old. My stepfather stepped in when I was around eight, nine, and it was in my life from then on. I didn't grow up experiencing love, right? I think you and I are similar in that regard because even though we didn't have a specific thing growing up, that didn't steer us away from that right we didn't mm -hmm. we didn't watch love in kind of a mushy kind of centralized way we saw love differently but that doesn't mean that's not what we require or want and it's because i think there are some people on the planet who are who are victims of their childhood right they're, mm -hmm. they're, they are they are in a space where they've experienced something and now woe is me and uh, and that's life for somebody. I'm not judging. But then there are some, some other folks who say, I, I experienced that as a child, and now I don't want 
myself or anybody else to experience what I experienced. So now I'm right. going to love, even though I didn't experience love, I'm going, I'm going to love as hard as I possibly can. Oh, I love like a psycho. And I don't even know where I got that from. I'm talking about, imagine living with both of your parents for over 20 years and never seeing them kiss on the mouth. Wow. Never. Like, they was just, they, my husband and wife, they love each other. Like, they show their love differently. And the same way with me. We just provide, like, my dad really gave me everything I've ever asked for in my life. Have yeah. I ever kissed my dad on the face? No, that's weird to him. Like, ugh, what are you doing? My mom, I used to try to hug her. She'd be like, ugh, get off me. So I, I'm my own person. I really, I love like a psycho. Like my niggas, I want to open up their eyes and live inside them and, and just die in their chest. I'm sick. Where did I get that from? I don't know. You got, I think, and I, I could guess, right? because none of us have the answers. I can guess, though, where it came from is us having a need to not want people to experience what we experience. Us having a need mm. to, right? Us having a need to want the world to be different, essentially, or want people to be Oh, different. yes. Like, because for me, right, like, I was abused most of my childhood, right? My mom... And, and and listen, I'm not knocking my mother. She did the best she could with the resources and the knowledge she had. I mean, I'm aware of that. But at the same time, my childhood was tough, right? And we would get beat for a little bit of anything. And now as an adult and having my own children, I've never put my hands on them once. Never. I've also, you know, my mom wasn't lovey-dovey. She was sweet at times, but she wasn't lovey-dovey. I'm, I'm so loving of my children. And, and also, I'm now, it's a, two, it's a, two, it's a double-edged sword, right? Because now I'm also so protective of my daughter, even in moments where I may not need to protect her. And I'm learning that about myself because I don't want her to experience sadness at all. I've seen my daughter cry, and this is real talk, outside of her being an infant, right, and crying. I've saw, let's say Madison, I've saw Madison cry, give or take one handful of times in her nine years on this planet. Because I, and not saying I do anything, she's such a happy kid. And I, I enjoy that because I know, yo, most of my childhood, all I, all I did was cry. Wow. Yo, when I was going through the wire, when I was going through a bunch of different projects, that I was doing like for like a four or five year period, I was working every single day. Like literally I would go from one shoot to another shoot to another shoot. And it felt like hell a little bit because my mom hmm. didn't know, experience love when she was a child and she didn't know how to love. So I was at this time, a child wanting my mother to love me in a specific way, but she never, she never experienced love. So how am I asking for her to do something that she doesn't literally have within her at all? Right. Mm. And she does the best she can, but she didn't have it. So now as an adult, I say all I have to say now as an adult, yo, I try my hardest to have a different experience because it's, I don't want to be a slave to my past. Right. I don't want to be a slave to my past. And I think that's what you do. And I think that's why we've grown so close is because in getting to know each other in kind of a real sense, we realize that we are also, we're, we're, we're both extremely loyal and, and we care hard and sometimes to our downfall, but right? it's just what it is. Are there been, have there been instances where you've cared too much and not too much, excuse me, let me take that back. Cause I don't believe you can care too much, but where you've cared or loved and it, 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 it was in vain. Yeah. The, um, the five year jail bit I did. Mm, tell us about that. I, I, I reaped, I reaped no benefit from that relationship. Zero. I put my, 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 my prime years was that 25 to 30. I put my prime years on hold for, for an individual that was not even a, a, a fraction of a, of a portion of the dedication worth it. When you say jail, but I want people to be aware, right? Cause I might not have, you know, people who are, uh, understand the slang of us Brooklynites, right? When she says right. jail, but that means you, when uh, you were dealing with a person that was in jail and throughout that five years, you 
literally was down and out, down like a ride or die for him at, at, during those five years. Well, I'm a real bitch, so there's no way you're not going to get me to fuck a nigga for five years. So that was not the question. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, no. I didn't think baby, that you, at all. You, baby, don't, don't call me and say, baby, you keeping that pussy tight for me? Because I'm going to say, listen, you got money on your books, right? You worry about the wrong thing. <laughs> 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 so it wasn't one of those dumb bitches that be like not fucking. Because knowing how crazy I am, right? Right. I do damage control. Mm. Say if I didn't give, say if I didn't give the pussy away and then you came home and you did whatever. The first thing I would have done before I snapped and spent the remainder of my uh, adult life in prison was I would say, damn, I wasted five years ain't fucking this nigga. He came home, he did whatever. So to avoid that kind of chaos, I made a deal. Listen, I ain't even know you like that when you got a lot. Cool, right? I don't even know if you snore your sneak, beloved. But I see something in you. I see something within you and I'll work with you. You'll never be hungry. You'll never be alone. I'm accompanying them visits and I'm going to let all my side niggas know that they the side nigga and this can never be. And I ain't keeping no babies. What else could you ask for? Oh, so before he went to jail, it, was, it wasn't too long before that you got I ain't know a nigga like that. I ain't know a nigga like that at all. Oh, uh, yeah. It was, a, it, was a, it was an on and off kind of thing. Or... No, I, really, I literally just met him and he went to, he got sentenced oh, to five years gosh. literally so it's kind of different to women who reap the benefits of the niggas who did crimes so say if he was dating a drug dealer and he had you laced like the like like laced mm -hmm. then they're gonna look at you crazy like yo you were spending the money i did the crime that put me in the jail but i literally reaped no benefit of his crime right mm. so that's why i gave him the deal like i fuck with you you right i like tall niggas he was six four <laughs> Oh, God, he said, fuck that nigga, my daddy in this bitch. <laughs> if God, he say, fuck you, then it's fuck you. If, um, if God, he say, fuck you, it's free God, he out there, you know, get him out that house. If y'all can't hear the audio, my dog is going crazy while I'm talking about this stupid nigga. But anyway, long story short, I do the bit. I have a side nigga now. Okay. The side nigga doing his part. The package is 20 to 40 pounds. He's helping me go to the postal service, ship out the food. He holding it down. He quiet when my nigga call. He stop a stroke. Baby, hold it down. Let me go on the phone. What I didn't like, he used to eat his snacks. And I had to rough him up one day. Like, don't eat my fucking nigga snacks. You free. You can go to the corner store. These are my nigga snacks. Don't eat my nigga snacks. Wait, he used to eat okay? his, He used to drink his complete like we used to, we, in, in, the, in, the fruit, in the fruit snacks? And we was packing a package for the nigga. He would start eating some of the gummy bears, and I would slap it out his mouth. How dare you? This nigga gets a package once a month. You live on the same block as a corner store. Go walk to the fucking corner store. Don't eat my nigga's gummies. Are you crazy? So respect, respect. It was such, it was such, it was such a respect that I held for him for five years. You understand? Mm -hmm. I had grown men looking at me crazy, like bitch. I feed you every day. You live in my house. You, you won't let me eat these niggas snacks. No, because when I met you, I told, I tell everybody, I, I got a nigga. So we can only go, but so far with this. Right, right. Like a I real one. That That's a real one right there. Nobody's being lied to. Nobody, because when I go on the visit floor, I'm telling you, like, yeah, I got this little joint cool when i come back from the visit yeah i just seen him on a visit no mm -hmm. i i told you i pride on my loyalty so right. i would never it, no, that's not even just loyalty that's integrity come on that's integrity and, come on and, and, and one without integrity is, is is less than you it's integrity that's what you have i'm never going to tell you what you want to hear just to tell you what you want to hear i want you to be like if diamond said it that's what happened because my bitch is a hundred every single time Everything. And that's what I created. I want to tell you, I don't know you like that to stop my life for five years, but I will do every single thing you need. You're never going to be alone in jail. Mm. What else can you ask for? Simple. The nigga comes home. I know Atlanta parole is easier than New York. Matter of fact, I don't want you living in Brooklyn no more. I'm going to get a crib in Atlanta, put you in Atlanta. And you just pay your restitution so that way you don't have any curfew. Curfew is the easiest way to like go back to jail. How you yeah. asking a grown man to come in the house at nine o'clock and party start at twelve? You understand? It's a it's a a pipeline, right? Revolving door. Revolving door. Parole right is a point. revolving door. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was so many things that I did. I got him this crib that I'm sitting in right now, recording this podcast. I got him this crib. Okay. Mm -hmm. I set up some work outside. 
Yeah, if you don't know what I mean, it ain't for you. I set up some work. Hey, it ain't this podcast, but if you know, you know. That's all I'm saying. If you know, you fucking know. If you know, you know. That's all I'm saying. Nigga fucked up the work. Nigga was breaking curfew. Nigga wasn't washing dishes after I cooked. Niggas was being sneaky with bitches. No. So what I did, I had some tickets to her whole concert. Second row, the nigga ain't never been nowhere because he's always in, in and out of jail. I had bought it before he came home. A month before he came home, I sold the tickets. Hold on, let me. No, no, Jigga man for you. Let me, let me, let me explain to y'all. If you're not from Brooklyn, you don't know how that's kind of. It's a lot of bad things that you can do to a person to really hurt their heart, right? And I'm just saying, I'm a, I'm a Brooklyn dude, Flatbush Ave, Glenwood projects, right? Shout out to Brownsville. <laughs> Shout out to the Ville. Um, taking away Jay-Z concert, and, and I've seen Jay-Z at least like six or seven times. Taking away Jay-Z tickets, is like, was, was it on the floor? Second row. Second, Second fucking row. If my nigga come home from jail and never been to a whole concert and whole was how we connected, like he would spit a whole um, ball and I would finish the ball and we had like this competition. I always used to win who got out ball each other. So I said the dopest thing in the world would be Pretty the common true. bond that brought us to be together would be a gift when he came home. Mm-hmm. I paid a band for the tickets. Straight band. Huh? Take the don't care my nigga coming home. Nigga, all you had to do was be keep true. It, you had to just keep cute. just keep it cute. You keep couldn't do cute. that. You couldn't do that. You couldn't nigga, do that, poppy. Oh, I man. sold him tickets. Not only did I sell the tickets when I was leaving, a scammer was in the front. He bust the ticket. He was like, yo, I got good seats for I, I, I. I think I paid $50. So after I sold them, I made my money back. You went to the concert. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the concert and I had the same, the same, the same second row privilege. And I was posting all night. Whole spit landed in my lash. I took the lash off. I put it in a baggie and I kept it for like that's how close I was. Wow. Oh, you were God. you wasn't living right? Wow. Yeah, I took them tickets right from under his wide ass nose. Oh God. So so it's clear to it's clear to say that you've been through some stuff when it comes to men, but it 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 doesn't change the person you are. And I think that's what's so admirable about you that you don't even with what you've experienced whether it wasn't nobody's ever treated you like shit but there's been moments where you could have easily said i've been trying niggas be trying to hoe oh they be trying when you you try me you end up being like a a great conversation piece because that's the same nigga that got clapped up like and these are legendary you all you're doing is giving me war stories i pride on oh yeah the nigga that was acting crazy and i caught him and then yeah if you don't understand, I ain't telling you more than you ain't. But if you know, you know. Clap them up real quick. Yeah, he alive. But he had the right one on the right night. And it happened that quick. Don't ever. That's why I told you, niggas, niggas can't treat me bad. You, you can try. And then whatever happens, if you, you want to talk about it later, you know where I be at. And that's is how this, it was. Is, it, is, there, is there a stat, statue of limitation? I don't know. I said, um, I, 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 don't know. I, 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 okay, okay. Nothing was said, <laughs> then it didn't happen. Nothing was said, so it didn't goddamn happen. It uh, never happened if the dick ain't snapping. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, there's a lot happening right now in the world. Uh, there's a lot of different things that's occurring on the planet. Uh, but it's one, it's one topic that came up that was very funny to me. Um... Cardi B has people in a riff because she chose to go back to her dude. And I, it seems fitting to speak on it in this moment because I don't, I'm not, I stay out of rich people business. I have no, I, I don't, I don't give a hell about Cardi B and what they got going on powers to it. But let's talk about the folks going back to a relationship where cheating is consistent. For me, Diamond, I look at it like this. Human beings are human beings, human beings. People will mess up. People will go through whatever they choose to go through and they will deal with it however they choose to deal with it. You know the person in your life that really wants to be with you and really wants to have the relationship work. And if for me, I don't believe a person that wants to be with me will continuously cheat on me. Listen, I also am a person who give grace, right? If, if something occurs... If we're single, not single, excuse me, if we're not married 
and 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 we're and I guess yeah, we're still single, right? Because boyfriend girlfriend is also made up shit. But if if we're not married, then and some shit occurs. If you didn't disrespect me in the process, if you didn't use me, right? Because there's some people who use the person they're with to get in, to, to cheat, right? Like, hey, let me, uh, this chick ain't cheating me, right? So let me, right? Or, or a dude saying something similar. If you didn't do any of those things and it just ended up happening, I'm able to see past it, maybe. But there are people who are literally like, disrespecting their significant others, violating, saying, oh, I don't even really like this chick like that, blah, 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 and still choosing to deal with them, and they're going back to them every time. What's your thoughts on people going back to cheaters? Uh, three things. There's different brackets. So okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand rich people problems. You understand? Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's the yeah, first. I Maybe I'm, I can leave Tyrone because Tyrone don't even pay the rent. Right. Right. So you could be like, of course you wouldn't go back because you pay your own bills. And this nigga had me in a race. Cool. You could say that. But there's no price on disrespect. So that's what that's what my rebuttal would be. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm just don't disrespect me in the process because I don't come back from disrespect. At, never. Not once. Okay. The second aspect is uh, insanity. Because literally the definition of insanity is doing the same thing uh, over and over, expecting different, different results. results. Yeah. There's some kind of um, delusion there or like the fear of being alone. So people tolerate disrespect because they could just say, well, at least I have a man. Mm -hmm. They don't want to appear to be alone. Right. Third aspect is a uh, lack of self-worth. Right. If you know who you are, you know what you bring, you know how you treat people. There is nothing you would tolerate and there's no dollar sign on disrespect. So mm -hmm. that's the three aspects of uh, people who go back to cheaters. I, 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 that's interesting. I was just having a conversation with someone and I think, I think people need to realize that the person that you're with in a relationship is a reflection of you. It's a reflection of what you think about yourself. It's a mm. reflection of what you think about the world and what you think about others. But in particular, the person you choose to say that you're in a relationship with, marry, that person is a reflection of you. And oftentimes we see people either go through some something or, or deal with a person that they know is better than them or they know they shouldn't be in. But I, ch I choose, Diamond, to give people grace in that regard, right? We don't know why the hell people go back to people. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what that person's life experience is. I even, mm -hmm. not to be in rich people problems, but let's talk about Cardi in this moment where I look at Cardi and I say, she is one of the top rappers in the game. She's rich. I, I remember Cardi when she used to be stripping in Perfections and in goddamn Jaguar. You know what I'm saying? Cardi is now at the top of her game. Do you think that she wants to go and have to meet a new person? People out here don't want to start over. So now I got to ask you your favorite color again. Now I got to ask you, I got to... I have to, you know, deal with the BS and the, the, the honeymoon stage in the beginning and then go through the bad stuff. And then people sometimes don't want to have to deal with that. So sometimes people just are staying in relationships because they're comfortable, because they're, 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 more, they're a little more secure in this relationship. Or sometimes people just don't see, like you said, people sometimes just don't see the worth in themselves, right? Because like I said- This is I, when you have to ask yourself- the infamous question, would you get rather give one person a hundred chances or a mm. hundred people one, one chance? Mm. I'm going to give a hundred niggas one chance. Because when you start acting crazy, I'm going to look down the aisle like the price is right. I'm going to say, come on down. <laughs> Contestant, no, dummy number three, come on down. Because one of you dummies is going to get it. One of you dummies is going to get it. Instead of the, 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 the disrespect, you're not the only one trying to be the only one. Any one can be replaced. Yeah. Nothing lasts forever. Nor does this misery. Come make me happy. I can't wait for new ways a nigga's gonna disappoint me. Oh, it's exciting. I'm tired of the way you disappoint me. I know you cheat. You, you gonna eat somebody pussy. You gonna come home late. Blah, blah, blah. Boring. Where's the next? I need a new exciting disappointment. How you, <laughs> how you gonna fuck up this time? Show me. Entertain me. That shit is exciting. Oh. I stay nowhere too long. Mm. Undeservingly. I, I, 
Somebody else is waiting to disappoint me and you're holding up the line. You're holding up the line. You're holding up the fucking line, bro. For me, I, 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 I know there are experiences and relationships that I stayed in that I, I knew should have been over maybe within the first week. And I stuck around, right? I stuck around maybe for whatever reason I stuck around. I just want us to stop judging folks and stop putting our experiences and our life on people. Because at the end of the day, like, like I said, there was a riff about Cardi going back to Offset. Why would she do that? You don't need to. Ah, the riff was some bitches that go back today broken to get too. That's why I just don't talk about it. Like Every time. People will have the audacity to talk about situations that they're living worse than. Worse than. So and I don't we, talk about celebrities. I don't at all. And we've done worse in our life for less. So why are we mm-hmm. putting the pointing the finger or judging people? Listen, I don't care about what another human being does. That is the end okay. all be all. I don't don't I'm, I have no no I don't I have no care. I swear, Diamond, I have no care. I don't follow shade room. I don't follow gossip. I don't care what these people. Oh my god. Care. I don't care. And don't call me and ask me like, bitch, you heard what I said? Come and hang up on you. Actually, if you ain't had work today. We are in the middle of a pandemic. We are. I got kids. I'm trying to figure out what next. Rent red still wine. do. Rent do ASAP. I'm trying to figure out what what red wine. What what what's the next one I want to you know purchase and and and, and experience because I love me a red wine. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me about no celebrities. But when I also see people judging, what I don't condone is corniness. Stop judging these celebrities and stop judging people. You don't know what they experience. Stop caring about these celebrities because y'all call them goals and they be beating each other ass at home. You talk about them breaking up with people and going back and you do it for for broken niggas. Just mind your business and get to the money because life life is too short to be worried about people that don't even know you alive. Stop worrying about people. I don't Um, follow celebrities unless I know them personally and I don't follow their drama. That's it. Simple. Simple. Not even Beyonce. I don't follow Beyonce. I don't know her. Listen, I don't know people, her. These people have lives that are completely ab- uh, above us, right? And not like they are above us, but like I, I'm not talking about a and conversing about a person like a Beyonce. There's people who literally spend their lives talking about them. And for me, I'm not. And she's amazing. It's, she's amazing, but she's also ha- she has billionaire problems. Why am I talking about how blue- there were people who were literally talking about Blue Ivy here when she was a kid? Like, I just slapped them because uh, why do you care about that? That is billionaire because problem. people, it's it's jealousy. You try to hurt people, hurt people, right? So if you're looking at somebody, the whole world marvels, mm-hmm. like literally perfect. You're gonna try to pick a flu. You're gonna try to bring them down to your level. It's all about trying to feel equivalent with people that you're not equivalent with. Mm. So you try to pick a flaw. You'll even get so low to talk about somebody's baby crazy. That's a whole flaw. It was even talking about my baby crazy. But listen, it's the jealousy. Uh-huh. Because if your life was so grand, you'd be out doing grand things. And when you're out doing grand things, you can't even see what anyone else is doing. But since you're not, since you try to you try to dehumanize people down to your level. So that's that's all. That's all jealousy. All jealousy. We are coming towards the end, and during every single Random Thoughts with Julito podcast, we allow the supporters, the randoms. I call my my supporters the randoms, right? That's the people that signed mm-hmm. up on Patreon. That's the people that that love the show and listen to the show every week, tweet about the show, Instagram about the show. We allow folks to come in and pose either a question or a thought. Uh, and, and, and we answer, and I answer it with each guest, each episode. This question is coming from my brother, unemployed with two Y's on Instagram. Uh, my boy, that's my boy Josiah uh, Don Martin from. Um, we Did do- you just say he's unemployed? No, he's not at all. His name oh. on Instagram is unemployed with two Y's. Okay, because I was about he, to say next. He's literally the opposite. Literally the opposite. Okay. He's, you know, he's one of those people. He's, he's humble, right? Now. I ain't got it. I'm broke, baby. Yeah, I, I ain't got it. I'm broke, baby. I'm broke, baby. Um, so he posed a, fi- a, a thought that was really cool for this week. He said, what is our top five favorite movies? You know my movies are so weird. I know. That's why I was like, this is going to be good. Because my movies are 
uh, they're simple, and your movies are out of this world. So I think top five is too much. Let's do our top three favorite movies. For such a hood bitch, you guys are not going to believe they're, like, all white. Um, the first one no one's ever heard of. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, are you going in order? Are you going number yes, one, Yes, this is two, my favorite three? movie of all time. It's called Great Expectation. It has Gwyneth Paltrow, Ethan Hawke, Robert De Niro. White, white, white. I don't think there's not one black person in the entire movie. Boom. Love. Wait, it's wait, about wait, love, wait, love, wait, wait. love. Great Expectations. Yes. What's the movie about? Because I've never um, heard of this movie ever in my life. So Ethan Hawke's character, real poor, poor little boy. Um, parents is dead. He's raised by his sisters. His sister, um, she's a prostitute. Her boyfriend was just like, this little boy doesn't deserve this. Uh, realized he was good at art, moved him to New York to become an artist. He fell in love with a little girl. Like, he used to paint her when he was little. Mm -hmm. And then when he grew up and moved to New York, she was this big celebrity. She was rich. And um, he spent his whole life trying to impress her. Everything. Like, he never even wanted to be an artist. He just wanted to be rich enough to be in her graces. And no matter how many times she would break his heart, he would just be like, I don't care. I love you. Love you. Like, down to her. Like, she even was so disrespectful. She invited him to her wedding. He oh, didn't even know. Yeah, she was heartless. But she just was, to see. I don't like that lady. That yeah, was, that was Gwyneth. Yeah, I hate you, Gwyneth. Yeah, that it's. I'm 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 a I'm a creature of love. So just to watch how hard he loved and what he would not stop at, drawing me to that movie. Uh, second movie, same theme. Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby. Re Leo Leonardo DiCaprio. He's a legend. Very good. Let very me good tell pick. you the chills. The chills I have in my body. Oh, so. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, character is in love with Daisy. Same thing. Ooh. He's the, he's poor. He creates a whole fake life being rich to get Daisy. Daisy's gonna marry someone else. He's doing nothing. Came home from the war to be with her. She didn't even go, she didn't even come to his funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I want Daisy fucking dead. Get Daisy out of here. I want Daisy, Daisy pushing up daisies. I hate you, Daisy. He spent his whole life just trying to be equivalent with her because she was rich. And the day he died, she didn't come to the funeral. That heifer. That On a lighter note. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. <laughs> I just, there's a theme. There's a theme going in your first two movies. You like movies with it. poor men. <laughs> Why do you like movies with poor men? What's life imitates art and art imitates life. <laughs> All your movies have poor men in it. Hopefully, no. number three doesn't. No, number three, you know I'm a clown. I'm all about entertainment. Motherfucking Anchorman with Ron Burgundy. And I'm Tits McGee. <laughs> you stay classy, San Diego. If you put it on there, I will read it. Anything. <laughs> how now, Brian Cow? When he kicked Baxter off the bench. Oh, my God. Top three funniest a, So what do you love? Me. I love my dog Baxter here. The nigga punted Baxter over punted the divider. Back. I'm in a glass cage of emotion! I was in the movie theater on the floor. On the entire floor he, when he punted Baxter. He kicked Baxter off the bridge. But the shit we used to do when we were on the wire, and I'm sure y'all heard it on the first episode, we used to always sing this, Star Spangles and Stripes, Pew! After, you know what I mean? When they Afternoon delight! Yes, I know. That shit was I love. funny. Such a good Sex movie. Panther, the cologne. Sixty-five percent of the time, it works every time. <laughs> what? Like I said, uh, leather round books. When he bagged Shorty, it was the funniest shit ever. Veronica, that was a, that was that's my favorite comedy of all time. Of oh, all okay. all time. That's a good top three. Okay. okay. All right, for me. See now, y'all know I like drama. Diamond, I don't even watch horror. I don't watch action. I I don't. I can care less. But I watch me some drama. Some good watch acting. me some drama now. I watch me some drama now. And, and, and yo, I, I think that uh, it's the acting. Because I, mm. I can't watch something with bad acting. Oftentimes, I think action movies, the acting is horrible. So I need to watch something with some substance. Number one, <sighs> I Am Sam. Have you seen I Am Sam? Never even heard of it. <gasps> Are you... I Am Sam with Sean Penn and Dakota Fanning. I named my daughter after Dakota Fanning. My daughter's name is Dakota, okay? Uh, so it's about this guy who is, um, 
how do we say it now? I forgot how the folks say it. Mentally challenged? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Mentally we're challenged. We're trying. If you're offended, fuck you, because we're trying. We're not trying to be. We're trying. I'm trying my hardest. I'm not trying to from a good place. Mentally challenged, right? right? So he, the movie starts with him. He he gets this, you know, uh, I believe she was like a prostitute or like a street uh, straggler pregnant. And at the hospital, she has the baby. She gives it to him and she dips. When they walking out the hospital, she dips. So this mentally challenged gentleman is now um, raising a child by himself. Wow. And it's the saddest, one of the, I don't know if it's because I'm a oh. dad and it's because of the performance that Dakota fan, she was like seven in this movie. And Sean Penn, when I say he played this character to the T, it is one of the saddest movies in the world. I like things that make me cry. I like oh. songs that make me cry. If I'm crying, I'm happy. Sick, Diamond, sick, sick bitch. I cry. I can't about, wait to. I, I've watched this movie at least forty times. I cry at these times like I've never seen it. Oh my god! I can't wait to fucking cry. Yo, I, I'm a crier too. I enjoy crying. I go on YouTube and just watch weddings and shit because I like crying. Oh my god! This is adorable. I watch. I watch Ellen just to see her give people shit, and I cry. Right. Oh. Diamond, this movie. I am, I am Sam. Sam. Oh my God, you'll be you'll be bawling. Please watch this. I think when I come home to, when I come home tonight, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. I, okay. I, I'm gonna move to cry. Okay, good, good. So that's number one. Number two. Okay. Uh, Denzel Washington is my favorite actor of all time. So I'm gonna go with The Hurricane. Have you, you watched know, I've The Hurricane? I've never seen that either. I've heard of it, never seen it. Okay. The Hurricane is about a true story. Ruben Hurricane Carter, boxer back in the day, was really good. He was framed for a murder, I believe, and now he was in jail. And the film is about him. This, 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 uh, I don't like white savior movies, but it's a white savior movie where there's these, these folks, he was in jail, he got life, and he was in jail for like 10, 15 years, and this, this white family. Uh, decided that they cared about his case and that they want. They read his book. He wrote a novel while he was in jail. And they read the book and they decided they wanted to support him with getting out of jail. They wanted to try their hardest. They moved to like, I think he was in jail or like Canada or some shit. They moved there. That's they, insane. Yeah, they like literally moved like, um, they can see him from a distance, his jail. They were like flicking wow. the lights to let them let him know they were there. And his they moved to Canada to fight for him to get out of jail. This true story. Uh, and it's it's one of Denzel's best performances of all time. I think, yeah, he got the uh Oscar for the training day, but they gave him to him because they know they done, they messed up a few times. But this movie, mm. yo, one of the most powerful performances. Very very similar to that last episode of uh, When They See Us, the Central Park Five. Yo, my God. Very similar to that. Very, uh, yeah, they did him dirty in jail. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. We could, we could talk about that in another episode, but um, about Central Park Five. But this movie, The Hurricane, Denzel's most brilliant performance, I believe. And then um, number three, the movie that kind of started you know, the, the need for me to want to be an actor has to be paid in full. Okay, okay. Okay, now I've seen paid in full about seven times. So okay, good, I'm black, y'all. Finally, y'all. She, she's watched something that's not black, uh, majority white people. Paid in full, y'all. I think Makai Pfeiffer, oh, man, one of his best performances as the actor. But that story was just so ill to me. Like, I thought, you know. The real, I was, the um, real story. I, I love music. So I, I, when I saw Cam in the joint and he played a hell of a role, I was like, Cam bodied this. Makai Pfeiffer, uh, shout out Wood Harris, my brother. He was in that joint. Um, true story about, you know, the, the Rich Porter, um, AZ, and uh, Al Pohl from mm -hmm. um, back in the day, the Harlem drug world and how they their rise to the top and their downfall, essentially. Um, but that movie, popping. What's your favorite scene? My favorite scene. It has to be when Makai Pfeiffer, Mitch, Mitch was Mitch. in the car and he, he was crying about They took his little brother. They took his little brother, man. Anybody looking at me wrong owes me money. Owes me fucking money. Dead. They're dead. They're fucking dead. They're fucking dead. Yeah. I just want Best my, scene. I just want my little man back, man. Anybody oh owes God. me money, look at me wrong. Felt that. 
Oh my god! Then the you know I'm a I'm a fan diamond of the one tier. When that Ooh. one tier come down, can you do it? Of course I can do it. Wow! You ever use I, it on a bitch to get out of trouble? I have it. Mm. You're not but even I'm using so your superpowers. <laughs> That's my. That is a superpower. I don't need to use it no more. I can. I can honestly say that. But I should have. Yo, I can cry on cue. Wow. That's. You need to learn. Wow. That. I'll teach you my ways. No, I beat people up. I ain't gonna cry. My ego too big. <laughs> what I'm crying for? If I could whip your ass, I'm gonna just whip your ass. God, Diamond. Diamond, stop fighting everybody. Please stop fighting. Everybody. No, my heart's really big. I gotta protect it. Like, who? If I don't protect it, who's going to? Other than that, I'm a love bug. You are. Hey, thank. I'm very, very nice to females. I yesterday in the club, a girl was standing across. I was like, "Hey, hey, you're pretty." And your ass is fat, bitch. Yes, bitch. Don't know her. Because so many bitches is haters. And I am the balance to this world. I'm going to be the loving person in an evil world. I'm going to be the praiser amongst the haters. And I will always prevail. Always. You, yo, Diamond, you're a gem. It, it is, it is uh, to know a diamond and to have a diamond in your life is is uh something special i just want to say diamond thank you for being on this podcast. man any fucking time y'all will ex experience diamond on this goddamn podcast a lot throughout the random thoughts podcast this is only my first this is my premiere month that's what i'm calling this right. my premiere month but y'all gonna see diamond a lot on this podcast because she is a gem and um she is a special and we individual. have a different kind of chemistry you gotta understand like instagram live Lito on the top screen, me on the bottom screen every fucking day. Every, day. every fucking day. And people still tuned in every day. Nothing repetitive. We did karaoke. We got deep. We did. Oh, we used to have our demon time. We used demon to do so time. much. Yes, oh, it was Lito, Lito taught me how to sing, y'all. Uh, speaking of which, <gasps> Diamond, I think it's only right if we... Uh... Don't you dare. Ooh, Diamond. Oh. What song? I think I think it's only right. Let me make sure my sound is uh <laughs> why did I go over my big fucking mouth? Let me make sure my sound is good. If y'all didn't know, Lito's also a DJ, so he's really good with the Serato with DJing. I don't know what he got planned. Guys, I can't sing for real, but I can hold a note on this one. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it back for you, Diamond. Guys, hold on, can I do a disclaimer? I really can't sing, but I can hold a note on this on this song. So let it rip, let it rip, bro. Right, that we do this and let's do it. You got to give it to him, Diamond. Welcome to RB After Hours. You love me, it's special, different every. Time you keep me on my feet happily excited by your cologne, your hands, your smile, your intelligence. You woo me, you caught me, you tease me, you please me. You school me, give me things to think about, excite me, correct me. You love me, you like me, something me, excite me to correct. There you go, Lito. Lito. Oh, God damn it. Please. I can't sing, but I hold on. Put the claps in, my editor. Put the claps in. Clap for You know I love you. You know I appreciate you. And I'm so happy that the world is uh, experiencing you. I, I, I'm, in, I'm, a, I'm enjoying the process of just seeing you win. Um, and thank you for blessing us with your angelic voice. Oh, the stinks. Dropping the album, 2030. If I drop an album, I'm rapping. Yo, Diamond. Oh my it's, God! It's There's so much shit that you get. Yo, I dropped the cam disc a couple years ago, man. I was a kid. <laughs> we are not gonna talk about that cam disc. That's next time you no, come I here. I wanted to know his beef, so I'm gonna just put that out there. I dropped the cam disc because that whole Rockefeller beef. He was talking to my father crazy. 
Next time, yes. you yeah. gotta remember this. Next time I have that, Cameron Giles, that I'm talking to you, Jimmy. You two, you was in this song. We're gonna have to goddamn Cam this the next time Diamond is on this podcast because she is nuts. And uh, Diamond, I love you though, and I, I love you so you. much, Lito. I love the way you push me. I love the way you you vision me. I love the way that you are just you, like innately you, like. I appreciate you. For nothing. You don't do it for no self-gain. You just do it because that's who you are. And people like you aren't forgotten. So let's go get this money. Let's get this money. And that's been another episode of uh, Random Thoughts, the podcast. If you want to send a random thought or a question, because we have a random thought of the week every week, send us an email at randomthoughtswithhulito at gmail.com. Sign up to the Patreon at patreon.com slash randomthoughtswithhulito. And follow us on Instagram at randomthoughtswithpodcast. Diamond, where can we find you? Where can the people find you? I am on Twitter, Mother Agati. So that's M-U-V-A of Gotti. I'm on Instagram, Dimey, Dark Skin Vixen. And please, please, please listen to my new podcast, Girl, Fuck You. That's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else y'all listen to y'all shit at. And um, that's it. I'll be around. Y'all gonna see me. Oh, y'all, go. oh, y'all gonna see me. Y'all gonna see her. Until next week, I'll see y'all soon. That's some random thoughts for your ass.